0: What's really going on, everybody? Back again, episode number 83. As always, before we get into it, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WRGO Pod. Be sure to like, listen, subscribe, and comment on all of your favorite streaming platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio. And be sure to check out our YouTube videos in full where you can watch all of us, including Henry wearing our shirts like he is right now. Mackenzie and Henry, how are you guys?
1: I'm doing good.
2: Henry? It's war, baby. Pounding the pavement, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so now we're going to go on to food for thought.
0: Uh, I think everyone has kind of been seeing if you're on social media a little bit, uh, especially on Instagram, because there have been some good pictures of this. Uh, the hearing of Katanji Brown Jackson uh, for the US Supreme Court. Uh, the hearing has been this week. Uh, I think the last question for today. Uh, the hearing has drawn notable press largely for um, a nice little moment uh, between Cory Booker and Ketanji Brown Jackson, kind of understating the history of it. Um, also, Ketanji Brown Jackson talking about her parents. I think that's something that everybody should look up. And uh, Katanya Brown Jackson talking about her daughters, which kind of led to some nice pictures and stuff. But um, as the hearing, uh, it drew kind of some notable press for Republicans questioning Jackson, which included her religious belief, which I'm pretty sure is unconstitutional. And funny enough, critical race theory, which I can talk about my high school, which is very, very funny. Um, So what, what were your kind of takeaways from uh, the hearing? I'm sure we might all have something different to kind of take away, but Mackenzie?
1: Um, I guess my first takeaway, obviously, um, seeing a black woman even be nominated and even just be in this position is wonderful. Like I love all the pictures Um, and I'm just excited to see what she's going to bring to the table. But um, the one thing that did stick out to me was the religious question, because I remember I had overheard um, was it Graham asking him asking her about it. And I was just like, what is, I'm thinking she's, I was like, what was her religion? Like to think of like something, why are you asking that essentially? And I'm like, wow, that was really crazy to me um, that he I said, not that surprising. Um, and also Cory Booker's speech, even though Cory Booker personally, he'd be doing a bit much for me. <laughs>
0: It, but he, he'd be he just he, so he's a
1: good speaker. He just be so passionate sometimes, but I really appreciated it. It was beautiful. It honestly made me tear up. Um and like I said just seeing a black woman even in this position and like the pictures and stuff. And we can go back and forth about with her policies and you know yeah. some things that she's done in the past, but I I'm still always well I won't say I'm always going to be for representation matters, but I just I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, I think, and, I, and this is why I think like as much as I can like, as much as Cory Booker can be like the butt of a joke because it seems like he's playing a caricature of someone who like should care about politics which is hilarious. Um, I kind of got emotional too when he was like, you know, you remind me of my, his mother speaking. And I think that's something that like a lot of Black people can relate to, I'm sure, especially, I don't want to speak for you, Mackenzie, but I'm sure as a woman, as a Black woman, where, you know, oftentimes you all are actually the ones who are the most educated, but getting the least. Uh, mm-hmm. it did kind of seem fitting for her for him to kind of like affirm her of like you do belong here and like this is something yeah that, like you've honestly worked for and like you're worthy of this even though all of this other shit is going to say that you're not I just felt that was like a really like nice thing to like read the room and kind of at yeah least give the historical kind of significance of it Henry would you think? yeah yeah go ahead, I'll go
1: ahead to, or well, I was just gonna say yeah and just like it just showed like wow like I have your back in this room and also I just feel like Especially like we all well, and and when I see another black girl or another black person in the space, especially working in white spaces, and I see somebody, I always try to back them up. If they, especially if I feel like they're putting their neck out there, that actually happened recently at work. I felt like this woman; she was pitching a lot of ideas, and the white people were just. Like it was so much, and I'm just gonna back her up because I feel like like what Cory Booker was really doing, just overall, like I'm here, I support you, you're re- you you deserve to be here, like you said, and like I got your back.
0: Yeah, Henry, anything kind of stick out to you at least like for the hearing or conversations like on social media because I know a lot of people were talking about it.
2: Um, well, I will be honest and say I did not watch the hearing because I mean, bro, y'all. Y'all know where my focus is at right now. So with that being said, what I have grasped from social media, I wasn't surprised with how the Republicans try her so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like just asking dumb remedial questions and then white men being blatantly rude to a woman, let alone a Black woman, how like they're constantly interrupting her and not letting her finish her point. Um, that's like most of what I've been able to grasp from the like clips and stuff I watched. <clears> but <throat> I heard a little bit of Corey's thing. It was like, I'm not gonna lie, given like he's too passionate. So I like exited out the clip and saved it so I can watch it later. Um, but I would just kind of, I guess, piggyback on what Mackenzie said in terms of like not feeling like the only one in the room um, because we know how many Black senators it is. And you know what I'm saying? how many people are legitimately asking her rational questions versus just crazy stuff to get clickbait and make her seem like she's like Noah said not qualified and she doesn't deserve to be in the room um yeah that's my take I will say like again her record is giving um big sis in the White House but the funny thing is I'm actually curious I mean and I think this is like the
0: one thing and I, and I wonder, cause I think this is like a conversation that I would love to have with someone who's actually like put in that work to like find that out. Cause I feel like at a certain point, I feel like if people realize like, if you're gonna be a judge, what are you, the, what, what is the work, what are the work that you're likely going to do? And I, I feel like at least on my standpoint is that people are criticizing her for being a judge and working on the sentencing commission without actually realizing like what that means and what she can actually control. Because it's like if you're working on the sentencing commission, your job is literally to work on sentencing. So naturally, an extension of that is going to be, hey, and I think she talked about this in the hearing where she's like, I'm going to try to be lenient because I look at, I'm not just going to throw the book at people because that's a problem and yada yada. yada. But I, I feel like I don't know. Uh, because Mackenzie chimed in, but I feel like people are kind of just like, oh well, she's a judge or she was this. So naturally she's like the ops. And like, I'm not saying that that's not the case. I haven't done my research, but I feel like people are too quick to jump from point A to not even point B, but to some other point without necessarily drawing a clear line. But I mean, granted, that's just kind of
2: politics in the social media age, I guess. I'll let me I comment.
1: mean, I also, I, what, what'd you say? I
2: said, I was just gonna let you go before I get my- touch. Oh,
1: I mean, I just feel like it's also like the argument if, if can, you, can you change the system within the system? And I do feel like, I I mean, there's both sides of the coin. That's not even an argument we can really, um, that's not really an argument that we can really um, finish tonight. Because I mean, I do feel like there are both ways to look at it. Um, but I really do think it's just the fact that you, if you don't feel like some people feel like I have to see, have a seat at the table to change the table. And honestly, in some instances, I feel like I'm that type of person, but there's some people who feel like, no, you don't got to do it. And you got to stick it to the man every single chance you get it. And sometimes that works, but sometimes it doesn't get you to where you might want to go. But I do, I see both sides to it, but I mean, I I do feel like.
2: like What y'all said about what we said about Kamala, cause it seemed like. Somebody switching on me, but what you say? Um, no, wait, wait, what? Go on. What would you say? We <laughs> need to go listen to the Kamala episode. Uh, sound like somebody switching but, on me, but but I will say this: Kamala is different
0: because she was a the prosecutor. There was like actionable stuff of like
1: not the same. Oh, right. no, I guess
2: that's where <laughs> I'm totally, going. With totally it. That's where I'm going with it though, Noah, because like kind of what said, like. You can't stick it to the man, and like. You have to play the play to conservative politics. I was arguing this for Kamala's fact of like, bro, she did it, but she can't. But Miss Katanji is a judge, and the difference between a prosecutor and a judge, per my understanding of what while working in the legal system, <clears throat> is that a judge actually has you know, like the leeway to maybe like change some stuff. Actually, so I do like commend I guess the fact of like her not throwing a book at people but on the flip side it's like well if she's like the highest like league like she's essentially about to be at the highest legal uh bench in this country so like if you're not going to like hard focus on certain issues it is kind of problematic for me because that's why I want you there we can't keep playing this conservative politics game i was trying i i can hear it for kamala because like you just to figure it. you reason. think
1: she's conservative politics yeah, though
2: Because and then i
0: was what i was going to say was that i think it's it's kind of like you know six in one hand half a dozen in the other possibly because if you don't kind of i don't think she's conservative i think she just played this a certain way well, that's
2: more so what right. i mean but that's yeah.
0: what, no but what i'm saying is that if she would have been kind of on some like i'm gonna like basically blow this shit up She's not getting She's
2: nominated where she is so like yeah. nominated I agree I get both sides of it, but I guess her going into this you need an agenda plan you know what I'm saying like because I, I I, wait, well you, she,
1: don't, she, you don't think she you don't think she like
2: bro. it's too much at risk from uh,
0: like plan. she she wouldn't get nominated if she was like this is my plan like you can not I
2: know and that's the like that's what I'm
1: saying so what do you think her plan should be though like what what do you mean plan like Like, what would you like for her to...
2: Black man, I definitely would like to see something in regards to, like, sentences sentences overall changing, uh, and like, how they do, like, these minimums, uh, how parole and all of that stuff. She
0: actually actually did talk about that, or at least not in terms of, like, because, and she have not like, said this when they were asking her, like, she doesn't control what the sentence is. She just, as a judge, controls okay, here's my wiggle room of what you're allowing me to do. I'm going to pick where within that. And right. my understanding is that throughout her career, she was just like, okay, I'm going to look at every individual case and not just say, here's the maximum 15 years, fuck it. Let me actually like try to see where this person slots. And I think what she would probably add on if she were not you know, applying for this job is that throwing the max doesn't do anything. It
2: just... Oh, okay so maybe i need to shut up and go listen to her for real uh because again my, my perspective has been based on like just social media for it because i haven't been looking at it like that um i would
0: yeah. i would encourage people to at least look at her and her answers on sentencing i think it it shows at least a different side of what she.
2: well is. yeah I, that's what i'm saying like from what i've been able to grab she plays by, you know what I'm saying she played by that little thin line of like you know, this like that little like hmm and I guess that's what I'm saying like I, I want hard intentional like this is what I'm gonna do or plan to do or want to do yeah. um, and I haven't heard that from what I've been able to grasp from like the hearing so maybe I need to go listen a little bit more and I'll gain that clarity but I mean, I'm definitely glad it's a black woman. Like, don't get me wrong. No. I'm, I'm so glad it's a black woman who is more like liberal than conservative. I'm just saying, like, how long do us as black people who are at the table play the like give a little, get a little game? You know, that's
1: yeah, I do. You, so you're saying, how long until somebody just breaks through? Yeah, and that that and was one of that. That ten- is the table. Yeah, I mean, hope, I mean, I hope. I like to think that hopefully we are moving towards, we are pushing the needle forward. Or, I mean, I hope.
0: But you got to start with one. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to get in there first.
1: Yeah. And the fact that it's just now we're getting the one is.
0: In 2022. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, so this is something that I feel like is around if you're in certain spaces, but this is something that I think is going to come up more. Uh, if you are not aware, there is currently a bill that is being passed in the Florida State House that is called the Don't Say Gay Bill. Um, So basically, uh, black and brown students in elementary age in in Florida, they're on edge as the state advances a bill that would uh, basically ban instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity. Um, Basically, this takes a lot of interesting roads and basically how people who are LGBTQ plus or identify as such can basically be discriminated against. And I think this kind of goes into a longer kind of thing that we've talked about on this podcast, at least about education and quote unquote rights and kind of how that gets misconstrued. Um, I would like to hear y'all thoughts on the bill or if you have any, or just what are you kind of thinking about the bill? Seems like a a kind of a clusterfuck to be honest, but.
2: Yes, it's a. It sounds like a lot, but from my understanding, they they're trying to like stop the use of that word.
0: Ba- I mean, like you mean like pronouns and pronouns and stuff, all that stuff. Base, I mean, basically, and it's. I think it's setting up. My from my understanding, if a child is if a child identifies as LGBTQ plus, basically. The teacher wow. in the the teacher in this case cannot do anything inside of the classroom environment to basically like accommodate protect, the child, protect or protect the child. Just in general, they can't say like, "Hey, this student chooses to identify as such." We are going to here is why, and it's basically just I kind of leaving it the
1: child.
2: There's stuff about to come out, but <clears throat> on one end on the flip, I'm not too too like mad because listen y'all don't like bum me on this but like for me especially as a bisexual male like I understand certain things in my childhood definitely allowed me to like mentally explore way before I even understood what sexuality was so I personally have always had like a you know, like a I don't shy or timid approach to like allowing kids to explore as early as elementary. So, like that's like the personal. But on like the like political correct standpoint, I don't think this bill is like progressive at all because it's just gonna open room, like you said, to like more people being you know disenfranchised, bullied, and we already know that like you know suicide is big in <laughs> young black people um so like let's just put this on top of you not being able to express yourself you know how many people like kill themselves behind their sexuality because they're not you know they don't feel comfortable they don't feel accepted or welcome welcome or seen <clears throat> so with that being the case it's like a I guess it's the Kitanji thing like it's a, like <laughs> like in the middle because I I grew up a certain way I grew up in a southern household with Christian values and like that stuff was kind of it wasn't forced on me, but that's that's my root. So at my oh, wait, root. what
1: are you saying? Are yeah. you saying that you? I said yeah, both is how I feel. But, I but feel, no, are I'm you feeling. saying that you? But are you saying that you are okay with the ideas going on in
2: Florida? If like, not. No, I'm not saying. I'm nostalgic? saying this bill is harmful. That's what I'm saying.
0: Because it's, it sounds like because I mean like, and this is not even like attack. I'm trying to like. It sounds like you're using the backdrop of your childhood to then kind of as a contrast to what this bill would do right
2: um to one degree another it's like I was I put my my personal feelings out there by saying I can kind of like I mean okay like you know I'm not bothered by it that that's what I was saying in terms of like my how I my roots and Mm -hmm. then I was explaining like my like moral conscious knows and like this isn't right, because I know what could come behind it, i.e. why I was explaining like suicide and growing Mm -hmm. up and all that shit, all that stuff. So that's why I was trying to, um, well, I didn't try. I explained both sides of how I felt about it. I'm not sure if you guys caught on.
1: I mean, I I guess I agree, like I don't support that. I don't think that's inclusive to kids. And also just on the basic level, why do people care so much? Like, I just feel like I literally don't, I, I just personally, if a person wants to be identified as a, especially in a school setting, I do feel like you really can't, you're telling the teacher not to even say like, hey, they want to be referred to as such and such now. Like, it's that, that's such a political statement. That's such a big deal to make a bill. And like, rob people of just choosing something like it, i don't think it's that serious and i hate to say, not saying that that's that serious but it's just shocking that damn
0: it's petty it's
2: it's very yeah
1: bit- it's petty. very petty to me petty. um petty.
2: yeah i mean florida you know? is a petty, petty state yeah
1: and it's florida yeah. so i guess I'll <laughs> check that
2: out. but no like i mean yeah like for me it's and also that's why i said like it's like i think some me and my friends talking about this the other day and we probably like even highlighted when we talk about like the new great migration or whatever but like southern you know like black culture is really southern culture for real, right so when you analyze like how black on some like for real we can that's a conversation i'm ready to go to we'll
1: that we'll sidebar that okay. <laughs> yeah okay
2: but point um i said that to say like when you look at like I guess how geographically we spread out and like Southern people are the most like conservative, they're the most uptight, they're the most like stick to what like mama taught you and uncle, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff that got passed down through generations, stuff like that. So like this coming out of Florida and the environment that I again grew up in, came back to is starting to like, okay, I see what, you know what I'm saying? Just understanding certain nuances of life and stuff. I see, again, what the state that's doing it, not surprised by it. So that's, again, it's like <clears throat> this is in line with Southern culture, for real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, this is not something you talk about. This is not something you showcase. This is not something you should be proud of. You're going to be shunned to hell and burned with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, people be going, yeah. I, I'm not using that as justification to pass this bill because it shouldn't be passed because that's like that's like saying like they pass a bill and say I ain't gonna say that because that's too tricky. But a point in case, you can't do this. You can't do this. That's yeah,
1: not, the, not right. It's not right.
0: Basically, it right. like I just don't know how. I don't know how it's not like unconstitutional. Like on the surface, of basically saying like, hey, we're not gonna like do this. I don't. I'm, a, I'm not a lawyer, no law degree, but who am I? um i think the sad thing is and i think this is where like i think a lot of white people who are advocating for the bill get it i think wrong in terms of messaging of like oh well you know it does it limits this this and this which i think is large it's true it does limit i think how kids can be protected but to your point henry i think you brought up a great point of like the actual harm for black and brown kids who identify as such because they're always the worst or who always receive the worst in terms of like Bullying, you know, mental health issues, suicide—all that is worse for people who are, look like us. And I think that they would have, to me, people who are advocating for this bill to go bad, would have a, a lot more success. I think if they were basically just like this bill structurally is racist, and the people, yeah. who are, the people who are going to suffer from this look like us, because if you think that these white kids don't have enough protection, imagine throwing all the shit. Oh, that
2: no. People- no, to be the devil advocate, yeah. When we talk about is racist what black organization is going to like this is going to be their you know they're going to champion this and challenge this bill to where and, they
0: and, and the funny thing is I would totally agree with you I think not enough black like the NAACP should get in on this like all these but but that's a problem that's a, a lot hey, of
2: I'm just pointing them out no
0: I, I no the funny thing is I agree with you most people not enough people a lot of you know when we talked when we talked about this a lot of and this is not a criticism or trying to compare struggles. It's like a lot of LGBTQ plus organizations do not often think about how black people are impacted within their I own.
1: was just about to say that. A lot that's of probably black why
0: organizations do not consider LGBTQ yeah, We did we
2: see black. these issues as separate and not intersectional when like they are very much intersectional. Yeah. yeah. To be frank, that's what the whole Dave Chappelle issue was about. It was about
0: he saw yeah. these people who were not also black and who like that's the issue is that people can be black and queer. So imagine suffering from being queer, imagine suffering from being black, merge those two things together and they're kind of like no country for the wild, where no one's really protecting. Them. And that's yeah. the, the issue. But back to Henry's statement about, uh, about everything coming from the South. So there's a great article uh, that Henry flagged to us that we thought came out this week but actually came out in January but we're gonna flag it anyway. Uh, it is basically about uh, finding the new black mecca in black migration. Um, I will drop this link in the description because I think it's one of the most interesting things I've read in a long time. Um, yeah. So talks about how cities like where Mackenzie lives in New York, uh, LA, and Chicago are becoming less black um, as, you know, kind of people leave the cities that their elders move to. Uh, Guess where
2: what do you say? Guess where they're coming?
0: Oh, we're getting there. So- <laughs> So cities with decreasing Black population since 1990, this is what I found super interesting, New Orleans, D.C., Richmond, Detroit, Houston, Chicago, New York, San Francisco, and L.A. Cities with increasing Black population since 1990 are Memphis, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Miami, Dallas, Columbus, and Minneapolis. Um, The highlights are that the percent of Black people living in the South since 1990 has doubled uh, or has gone up and has doubled in Atlanta. Um, Of course, the context of this is when Blacks left the South, uh, they went everywhere, depending on where you were from. Like, for example, on my mom's side, we were from North Carolina. We went up I-95 to D.C. and New York, and my dad's side were from Michigan, and we were slaves in Kentucky, and we went north until we couldn't go further north. Um, So a lot of people went west. Some people went north. Mackenzie, I'm sure there's an interesting story about how people got to New York and where y'all are, are, uh, and Henry's people just said, fuck it, we'll chill here.
2: Uh, Hold on! Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't even do that, buddy. Can my granddad own the whole ten acres? Is that so <laughs>
1: funny? Wait, that was funny. No, that was yeah. not funny. That was funny, funny. bro. That was funny. I'll go. Your your people. It's fine. It's fine. Because I guess we all returning anyway, so, so it don't even matter. It, it all told
0: <laughs> story. It all. Don't is- even matter. Yeah, Black people from L.A. all came from Texas and New Orleans. Like, it's just everybody from somewhere.
2: No, I'm not offended. I was joking. And I guess, like, people may be listening or whatever. So, like, this came up because somebody from Boston or something moved down here. And, you know, we, uh, I mean, we're cool because we met in D.C. And then we both moved down here around the same time. So, the point is, he, he said something about, like, Black people, uh, succeed more in Atlanta or it's the wealthiest I'm like that's not accurate black people as a majority like when you compare like wealth is not that that scale that no the,
1: I feel like that article definitely said like pe- black people are thriving in Atlanta
2: yeah you can come here and have more opportunity but if you're not like of the black elite what's the likelihood, unless you have-
1: But then that's, yeah, that's always another conversation. That's also
2: everywhere.
0: And I think what they're saying is that it has more Black elite um, than most places. It's not like- Well, yeah,
1: yeah. I can agree with that point, but
2: I guess I don't like the idea that gets painted on social media, like, this is the Black Mecca, you can come here and I'm the man, I'm the man. But but I I will- will oh, it's
1: not, not, I don't think it's (laughs) wrong. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong because when they were saying things about like, um, Charlotte and the guy quoted like he came from New York to Charlotte when he was going to nice restaurants and speakeasies where the drinks are expensive you don't really walk in and see a crowded of a black like a black place super all black or whatever he goes down to Charlotte all the speakeasies all the uh, expensive restaurants that you don't normally see in New York or that you see in New York but they're normally all white Charlotte anywhere it's black and seven, so you you really I mean, don't have that. Like black
2: place. ownership is higher here. Black businesses higher here for sure. What I'm like the point I guess not even I guess I'm making here is minimum wage is seven twenty five in Georgia. So if you are of the people that is from here, like not people moving here, but Atlanta in whatever they you know I'm already said I'm not from Atlanta. So point Atlians that's what they call themselves. My bad. At aliens, if you're not an Atlian, like from you know what I'm saying, the city. Transplants. What if you're not? I don't want to say local, but you if you ain't a local, if
1: you're not from the city.
2: Yeah, like it's it's not as easy as someone moving from a DC, a New York. Or but LA. I was
1: still once would again think, not to cut you. Go ahead, not to cut you off. But I feel like that's the same. I've heard that story in New York, like especially people who mm-hmm. lived, born and raised in New York, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting, like especially in my dating experience, like, meeting people who have, well, not like, (laughs) but, um, okay, now y'all doing the most, now y'all doing the most, Uh, but no, like, seriously, and it's it's just talking about people, talking to people who've been born and raised here, even went to school, came back, and then seeing the progression of people who just moved to New York and came here for the job, and they just climbing the corporate ladder, it is a different experience from people who've been born and raised, but it is also interesting, to see that perspective and talk about that perspective, because my New York and their New York is two totally different things because I've been able, to, I've, I really came here for a job and I'm working up a lot. You have family here. You have a little bit more connection here. I mean, I don't know, but I feel like that is still everywhere, though.
2: Well, yeah. I, mean, I'm not, I don't disagree with you. I guess it just, irri- it, 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 it just irritate me that everybody literally think I'm coming to Atlanta and I'm about to be the next big thing. I mean I, I I mean I think that's just a
1: What's wrong with that though? I mean I do feel like the way it's giving though like I definitely maybe if I didn't work in like if Atlanta became like a real media empire or whatever yeah. I definitely feel like I could move down there and really make some moves. But <laughs> I'm not, I'm no, not no, you know, no, I just feel like that's I genuinely feel Baby, like Maybe this that. is it's
2: just me saying I'm tired of the traffic, I'm tired of the inflation, my rent, my 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 apartment.
1: Yeah. The this apartment should not what, be
2: more than fourteen hundred dollars.
1: Now and that's the, the part I am interested in, though. Since the pandemic
2: started, and everybody and their mama want to move from where we are—New York,
0: New York, mainly
2: New York and yeah. DC. Yeah, it's a lot of people from here, here. You're increasing the pricing, but they're not paying more. Shorty, again, my apartment yeah. is going for eighteen fifty.
1: No, I that's what on the outskirts. Yeah. Um, my friend, I have a friend, uh, y'all know, she just matched and she was looking at buying houses in, um, Durham, North Carolina. And, um, even in townhouses, I mean, it's still probably relative, but I mean, they still like 400, 500 thousand Yeah, downtown. Only he also those, go home, asterisk, home. asterisk mark, asterisk mark, asterisk mark. Town homes, though, like in places like that are not like new, you know, people normally just do like detached I, homes. I, I, that so, look, things. Mackenzie,
2: you're but yeah, me tell you about my home, like me, attempting. yeah,
1: that's why I mentioned home. it.
2: So, what I'm saying is, let's say before the pandemic in my same area, I could like what I qualified for, I could have bought a house. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying, like, where how y'all saying like it's easy to like easy that's why people come here because it's cheaper to live it's you know home ownership is higher business uh you can get a, whatever thrive easier with your business point is like more people moving here increases uh, uh that dude arthur whatever the dude that bought the mercedes uh built arthur nash something like that he built a mercedes thing about a couple of years ago he bought all of that area down there, right? So like they were already intentionally planning development. This stuff has been planned for years. So like more companies, more businesses, all this stuff gets invested into the city, and now you're increasing the price of living. Not for the people that's from here or live here or the Atlians. You increasing for Tom and Sue from. Uh,
1: well, that's just- I mean, but once again, I think that's everywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Market. That's just market
0: trends. I mean, think about
2: it. I'm people- just tired of the traffic, bro, bro i was 20 minutes away from my house just now it took me 45 minutes to get home because it's too much traffic go stop coming bro the inflation is ridiculous they not like this
0: it's it's kind of like it things ebb and flow like people used to live in dc i mean people still live in dc and people still live in new york and they're still coming but like not as much so people are going back down to the south and i'm sure at a certain point in time stuff up here depending on where you are We'll get cheaper people will realize oh shoot it's a little high up here they'll come rushing back up and it's- yeah people are going to go where they think they can get them where they can stretch it the most. and so- i think
1: i think the migration is a thing like i think people over years migrate and move to different places and just like i think it will repeat itself again but i am just curious overall because the biggest thing though to move to the south was because it's affordable so i am curious to you know how that's gonna change the idea of even moving to the south because the biggest thing was because it's affordable and you get more space. But if you are paying the same price, you know, as in New York, as these other cities, it's kind of like, oh well, damn.
0: And I think What's also Henry and Henry to another point. I think if you're if you're here, if you're if you're in a New York, a Baltimore, if you're kind of on that I ninety five corridor where there are a lot of Black people and there are a lot of college educated, well earning Black people. If you want to go down to the south, to be honest, there are only so many places you can go and recreate something a little bit similar. And
2: Atlanta's—that's what of- I be trying to tell people too. DC- it's, a, it's a map game. It's honestly a map game. Like black and conservative and educated and a little bourgeoisie. Atlanta is black and ghetto, and these these folks—they—they—they they, they
1: like. Put it on that yeah. they got it. I be them. seeing videos. Y'all need to tighten up down there. But I love my it brothers and sisters. Nothing assistant. to do is say it's at, people from Atlanta. It be everybody else and their mama doing that. Oh and no! And we what we not about to do is blame all of that foolishness oh, on the trans because that is definitely acting If I, dated I, can, after uh-huh. the I went through any video you
2: sent me and I listened to this person. I can tell you straight up, bro, I ain't from here, and that's a fact, bro. You ain't finna sit here and tell me Atlanta folks is Please. not.
1: Please send all, all ACL, ACL fighting right. videos. Unless
2: you're on the West End, unless you're in the west, on the West Side. Send them to the
0: WRGO pod. Mackenzie and I will personally send yeah. to Henry.
2: We'll personally do that. Hey, well, yeah. what's up there? Because I had to put yeah. that a on for you.
1: Because what you're not going to do that, I like, we ain't room, got no home training. You know, we did, oh. though. We're open. Personal video. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, Henry. No, that, There'll I, be a- Atlanta shorties in the videos fighting while waffle house. Stop playing.
2: Bro, I'm gonna Stop 100% tell you it would be the other folks coming down here that don't know how to act. We have, like, for instance, I have, like, y'all know how I used to be, like, yes sir, no sir, thank you. I, I have, I have manners. I'm a manner bro guy. I literally, hey. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm, I'm waiting to see how yeah. you get to the point. Point is that like Southern hospitality. You know, that's the thing. That's that was the point. That that's slowly going away because it be people from everywhere else. Like I do Uber, ninety percent of the people in my car is not from here.
1: Well, obviously, because they in the Uber, and you should have a car if you live in Georgia. <laughs> hey. What are you oh, talking shit. about? Thanks. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Walking, power.
2: Stop moving here. That, that's why I'm saying. That's my whole point of everything I said. I'm like, listen, you listen. I'm like, Y'all I'm better get fine. your money.
1: If it's a Black Mecca, people need to... Because I think when I was reading that, it was like, damn, yeah, as a person who lives in New York and you kind of do got to find the pockets where the Black people really be. And like the Black people, that's my type of vibe, okay? I don't always want to go to the Bronx. I don't always want to go out all the way out to Brooklyn. I don't like... Easily, I could walk into any bar and it's going to be Black people there. I like that. I don't um, have to go to like that random spot on a super, on a, a specific night to make sure it's black people there. And that's really how it be in other cities. Like it's annoying.
0: All my New Yorkers find McKenzie on Fordham Road and 155th.
1: Uh, I'll just, yeah. okay. Oh, hold on you now, be on Fordham that. Road.
0: In the Bronx. <laughs> Everybody in the Bronx, hit us up with your favorite part. <laughs> Dominican Day Parade.
2: You oh. That's too good for you? Mm. Oh, if you, if if you know New York, don't go to <laughs> you, yeah, I, you don't go to the Bronx. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah. You don't go to the Bronx. I'm just telling LeBron. you.
1: Yeah. Okay. That was maybe an exaggeration. I've been to Dyke no, Actually, not. I guess no, that's not, not really the
0: Bronx. Don't problem. lie. Don't care. we got to cap.
1: people. I've been to the Bronx few so times. Look, I'm good in any hood, first and foremost. Let's.
2: <laughs> okay, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. anyway
2: people we tired of hearing my loud laugh we got to hit y'all with this.
0: Like, i'm gonna keep it a buck it sounds like you just need to move from atlanta everybody in the comments At this point yeah everybody <sighs>
1: because what you sound like I don't don't, don't, don't want to be here, here no more like
2: i'm tired of people moving here hit me what's the move
1: Where, take your tone i'm tired of the yeah, what i'm so clear. sick of is the natives the natives not knowing the move I know. Why don't you know the moves? That's not, not the
2: moves. Henry the may move.
0: complain is that his Uber pickup doesn't have an Atlanta accent. I think it's time for you to go, bro.
2: I want to talk to my folks. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know where they be at, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was
1: speaking of a sidebar. You need to. Um, I heard they change in the West End, actually, in Atlanta.
2: They the only that's the that's like probably yeah. the only place that i could say in atlanta that has not been touched the pocket of atlanta that hadn't been touched or
1: them white folks coming and they yeah. hungry and y'all turn, See, I'm oh, doing that? Oh, no, no we, I'm don't want
2: that, we got this we got this push back move move
1: we don't need y'all
0: i mean henry <laughs> i live in dc Mackenzie lives in new york it's already done once once something yeah great, you can't control it just get along for the ride no
1: seriously i like i
2: don't care that's man. why when
1: i talk to people who's like born and raised in new york and they talk about places like brooklyn or whatever where they never even grew up seeing a white person and now it's whole fucking neighborhood oh didn't mean a whole neighborhoods where it's literally only white people it's yeah. crazy
0: and yeah if you go like four they're minutes, coming I mean, yeah. over there. <laughs>
2: they're crazy
0: no it's scary time. We're gonna move on to the heads up, Henry, uh, or actually Mackenzie. want you- to clarify,
2: we don't have no problem with others or YTs or nothing like that. We're just saying, you know, the comfortability of being around our own cultures and all.
0: I think but- you're saying put made-
1: in a disclaimer out there. Yeah,
0: I think you saying it made it a little bit hot, but you know.
1: Yeah. What What you mean? My folk, get
0: I forget that. I
1: said what I said.
0: Uh, Mackenzie, <laughs> do you want to explain this Polo Spellhouse collab? Uh, oh, oh my
1: okay i mean i don't disclaimer i don't know why y'all was hot on social media about it i thought the polo morehouse fellhouse house collab was super cute it was very traditional if you haven't seen i'm sure you have but it was um i guess what people were saying silver rights or i don't want to say that it was they just saying they, the early black people, babe. they were saying please yeah, were people
0: fit they were but that's polo's whole thing so i don't
1: yeah with their so brand identity I thought it was really cute. Yeah, I mean, geez. of course, as all Howard alum, they should have definitely partnered with Howard and stay. But we're more of an off-white. Okay, so, okay, so I didn't wanted to ask all
2: this, I did want to ask you. <laughs> <all this. laughs>
1: I remember freshman
2: year, freshman year in the bookstore, it was like, I don't polo. know.
0: We had polo, polo shit. We had polo shit in there.
2: I don't know if this was official, but I literally was mad because it was a a, a collared uh, polo and I it remember, had. I remember because it was polo. expensive. Work. No, it was expensive. Yeah. They had a Howard patch. That joint was hard. So, like when I seen this, I thought it was of the same nature. I think it was
1: more of the rollout, just like the rollout. Like, like I don't know if y'all they saw. Put this real
2: mo- they put real money behind this. They have in yeah. their big flagship stores like New York, Georgetown. You know, big flagship stores. They have this on full display. So for me, it just communicates like we kind. We know who ours. Core audience is, I'm just. And curious. what
1: is that? I mean, uh,
2: you said what? No, what, no. What is our
1: core? Who is our core audience? Like they the were black,
2: elite? black people with this release, so like oh I oh oh, appreciate okay. them like showing that and not like kind of putting us in the back of the store on display and display or now like that. You yeah, know what I'm I think my thing is like okay, people. Yeah, who, stood behind it. Yeah, I think my thing is for the people who are upset about it. Like what?
0: What would you have wanted to see? from that that went south or that went not as expected because if so then either you just didn't want the collab in the first place but then you can't complain about how big brands are not partnering with black and like it's it's just it's it makes
1: no sense
0: running in circles i think
1: people it makes no
0: sense i promise it's not that hard
1: um but yeah and honestly the video of even ralph Lauren sitting down and talking about like even that like i i thought it was really beautiful like just connecting how I love when people always say like, we're also Americans too. And I just also feel like, cause when it comes to immigrants and people who came to this country and then they're finally Americans, I just liked how he tied in that black Americans are a part of the, a part of American history. We're not just black history. We're not just this this little section over here. So I really liked that video. Yeah, really? um, but yeah, and for the Howard people, there was an 1867 sweater. That's gonna be out, and you could put that, and it could be Howard. And it's navy, was cute. Oh, I said, What color
2: is it? How much did you? Now It's
1: like navy. I'm definitely gonna look into it
2: because it was kind of fire, yeah, but yeah, I love that's the cute. collab. Because my spellman
1: that the S sweater that was cute, that yeah, was
2: my real classy. Spellman, uh, she graduated first from Spellman, and she was like sharing her opinion with me. And she was like, Yeah, I like it. I don't, she was basically a girl that's um in terms of like that and she says she about to like stay up and buy like a couple pieces so like oh yeah,
1: yeah. you know that's gonna People be all are the graduation saying. pictures People are all the saying. graduation oh,
2: pictures oh oh and this is like an investment
1: too like that some- was something that's something i would pass down to my kid for real yeah, especially the yeah. letterman even though i don't support more but um I just, uh, Morehouse may be questionable, but that's neither here nor there. But if I did go to Morehouse and I did get that, like that stuff that you, whatever, people can't be satisfied. But I will say, and I will say that I do understand the people who go to the other HBCUs that always want more attention for their school. I do see where they're coming from, but I will say that it's important because in that video, when they're talking about the whole campaign, it was he specifically said, these are my coworkers. These are people who I work with, who've been on my team. A lot of the people who put together this collab and advocated for it went to Morehouse, went to Spelman. So I just say when it comes to like. Get
2: your alumni game up, bro. That ain't nobody. I don't, I don't want to say it like that. I,
1: even think it's it's like- alumni.
2: I think it's different. I think in granted,
0: like I think this is the this is what I have noticed. Granted, I am around more Howard people and that will cloud my judgment on this. And I know, exactly. at A&T. <laughs> No, but what I can at least say is I know I've never seen anyone rep their HBCU harder than Howard. Even when I talk to other people who went to HBCU that they went to NCAT, fam, you people rep it really hard. But other than that, like, how are people going to let you know that they went to like, how, like the Howard women made they, the
2: tournament. I was
0: telling that everybody that. and they mama, Howard about to get smoked this weekend, but we made the tournament. If I went to Texas Southern or like, I would be always public facing about it and I think the people who are always saying like okay you know Tuskegee or Tougaloo don't get the same love that is that that is very true and there are reasons why that is true largely based on ge- you know geography and location but I do not see those people how are people will like even in their worst moments how are we, you we still don't, yeah. don't talk about my school other i'll be frank they don't have that and that's like the harder kind of touchy feely thing but like
2: so can i ask y'all a question oh go ahead um do you think they ingrained that into us or is that like something we all came with and we were all like i'm gonna have i think
1: it's the culture (laughs) of power people (laughs) love i feel like people love howard like i genuinely love my experience I mean, it's definitely some nonsense that goes with Howard, but I do think it's the culture, because when I do meet other people who go to other HBCs, and people have even said this about Howard, and especially in New York, like, wow, like the Howard people are actually like, it's always love when I see somebody. It's never like, I'll see other people and people like, well, I also think of our class is like that, though, in general, but I'll see other people.
0: You think it's cultural? I really think it's I cool.
1: Just, yeah, I think it's cool because I'll be out with other people and know if they've been in class with them, they probably won't say hi if they're not that cool with them. But I can't see if I, somebody, at least in my class, that went to Howard, even if I wasn't cool with them and I saw them, I'd still say hello. Hey, what's up? How are you? Oh my God, let's, you know, like it's, it's something there. So I think it's in the culture. But I will say when it comes to also the other HBCs being included, I also think, and unfortunately in my experience, when I'm working at different companies, the people that be at the table who went to HBCUs, it really do be Howard, Spelman, Morehouse. Yeah. You so might get incat like, and famu. I I worked with people from incat too, but so but when it say, comes to proximity get
2: N-Cat or FAMU. yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. I don't be and and that's Hampton, that's what Hampton I'm be seeing up there too. Hampton, Hampton, but overall, Hampton it really do too. be. But it really be that handful. So, like, I feel like if I was a white person, I don't know nothing about HBCUs. I'm constantly working with these few people that went to these same schools. This, You know, I'm I thinking. just feel like well, that's, that's what I mean
2: by get your alumni you know? game up, though. Like, I'm not trying to I don't know how that came off. It could be pompous. It's very Howard yeah. of it. Whatever. <laughs> but, like, Richard, the Richard, point. That,
0: huh? Howard being in D.C. has a huge advantage. It's like Spelman and you know, Morehouse being in Atlanta has a huge advantage. You're easier able to get a
2: well. And our
1: alumni, our alumni. That
2: that I'm gonna say that, Mackenzie. I'm standing
1: on because it's point. Martin Luther King from Morehouse. Obviously, white people know that. You got Thurgood Marshall from Howard. So you already have these type of figures that they have been archived. But then you could say believe- have literally been archived in history.
2: You could say, uh, or no, that might be Hampton, and then the other one is My Black I love history.
1: Power so much even just talking about this. <laughs>
2: My point is, I'm not trying to be rude or pompous, but like Tim McKenzie's point, like I, I know people that went to different HBCUs that aren't as, I don't want to use the word that they use, but um, tiered as Howard. So with that being the case, um, I feel like from my experience, these people down their experience, they don't like the fact that they went there. I wish I would have did this or that. It's hard for me to thrive in my career. I don't really have no connections or that, this, and the third. And I guess, in my experience with my HBCU, like that's never been the case. Like, I can go kind of anywhere and have on a highway sweater, or the fact that I'm in a fraternity double downs on it. But, like, it's like, you went to HBCU? What like, you know what I'm saying? Even people that didn't go to HBCU, if I have on my, I mean, People that went to other HBCUs, and I have on my Howard sweater. They're, oh, I went to HBCU to nail. Yeah,
1: up. I definitely always show love, and that's another thing I hate when that conversation because me personally, when it's another HBCU, and I see somebody, oh my god, we're, we're already here, we're already here.
2: I'ma show love, but then we never mind. But yeah, I feel like that it's not our fault. It's a part of the culture. I feel like when they get when we get to Howard you go to Howard University, this people person's with there, that person's with there, you're walking in the legacy of this, that, like, it's it's not, it's kind of not, you, they mold us to one degree or another. I'm not sad yeah. to say it.
0: I mean, I think it's like, I think it's a bunch of different things. I think it's like, one Howard, I mean, to be frank, Howard is a private institution and a lot of people who can go to Howard have the ability to go to Howard and they are already coming in with a leg up. I mean, no, you can scoff your face, but that's real. Like. We all know a lot. you yeah. all know a lot of people. Because all of them
1: schools is bougie as hell. All yeah, three of them, them that I, we just no, named. Hey, can I say this then?
2: Because I guess this was my experience at Howard. Because like
1: your your experience is not the whole. You know. <laughs> no, 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 no. This what,
2: what I'm saying is, I came from a pretty middle class family, right? And when I came to Howard, <clears throat> I felt like I I seen the whole black diaspora as a whole because you had the lower class people who maybe couldn't afford it, but they got in on scholarship or had a personal connection or whatever the case may be. And I know it's changed now. Howard, when I was there, is not the same as this Howard, because I would say this Howard is very much of that. You had a leg up. For I, me, and my i sense, I, think I feel you're under, like... I think,
0: you're, I think you're underestimating just kind of how...
2: Hey, I can, be, I can only speak from my perspective, but I feel like it was a... It, I felt every wavelength. I feel like... That's why I say molded us but it was also something in us too like all, all of us had drive ambition to become something better than we started as type I'll, thing and, and of the thing, the thing
0: is like i i functionally agree with you i just think like because we're in dc because it's a private institution because a lot of people's families have the ability to where unlike if you wanted to go to howard but all of a sudden you ended up at i'm just gonna say if you ended up at give me an abcu you ended up at tennessee state i'll just say or fisk tennessee state or fisk it's a state school. There are just a different level of realities that you're having because you go to a state school. That is largely because it is, either you're making a financial decision that I can't fault anybody for. That's a real choice that people have to make. Which sure, is why, sure. A lot of us, me, are sitting here with loans and shit. So like, I just think it's like, there's like a lot of different conversations that go into like location, economics, the ability of people who are going to Howard, which we can't deny is higher than average of every other HBCU, which gives you a leg up. And like, it all plays a factor. Yeah. It all plays a factor.
1: Cause Howard ain't cheap.
0: It yeah, sure ain't. Shout That's out to true. Advantage who is currently holding my student loan debt.
2: Um, I don't know, bro. But
1: I do. I will say last point. I do feel like when we do sit at the table, I do like if we are having a conversation about HBCs, I do try to inform people like there are other HBCs other than Howard. Like there are other things. So like. I don't know. I'm just over the argument, but I do say I'll share the word of other HBCs that are often overlooked if we're talking about other HBCs. But um,
2: yeah. I mean, I do my best. I do my best. Apparently, my tagline is I'm Henry and I went to Howard. It was mm. a joke. Just close it. It was a joke. Fell <laughs> <Go>
1: flat. Fell <laughs> <Go> flat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There it you was go. A show, bro. the next we
0: uh the next episode uh you will find uh mckenzie and i talking about top boy fan fiction so if you watch the show please get at us on twitter uh anywho that was episode number 83 be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at Pod. be sure to like listen subscribe and comment on any of your favorite streaming platforms that includes apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube where you can watch our lovely faces on the backdrops of our apartments in full. So thank you, everybody.